Hey, what's up, dudes? Dudettes. Uh, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel. I am Dusty Tunnel. Uh, that is my name. I am the the shovel provider in, uh, in these conversations. Um, just digging holes. Actually, none of them have been that bad. I haven't put my foot in my mouth for any uh, conversations, I don't think. I should probably start working on that. Start being a little more stupid and saying stupid things to provoke responses. Nah, that's not really what I want to do. I just want to have fun conversations with people and uh and I want them to be honest and and if we can achieve funny, that also uh is pleasant and nice. But really it's it's just for me, just to learn how to talk to people. Have a hobby. Keep my uh my brain occupied um because it, it does dumb weird things when it it sits still for too long you know what i mean uh happy valentine's day uh, a few days ago was valentine's day um february 14th was is the day of the valentine's day um i did nothing i think i was in bed and asleep by 8 30 um cuddled my dog a little bit um had had a steak half of a steak uh and that was it so but i hope yours uh you know i hope yours was romantic i hope that uh you have a a significant other that you um did something special with and i hope that you do something special with that person every single day not just on valentine's day don't you know don't don't need an excuse just do it just love that person and show show that you appreciate them, like I do my dog. Um, I've got a show coming up. Uh, I'm doing some stand-up comedy up in Oceanside on Saturday, February 23rd at 8 p.m. My friend Corey, who I've I've really only met him like once, but he was really nice to me at um at a comedy club. Uh, oh, it was a contest that I was I was in, and uh, he was really nice to me, and he's he uh, is putting me up in uh oceanside at oceanside brew company um february 23rd 8 p.m i've checked out uh their past shows and the comedians that they have on are really good so i think that it should be a a funny show and i think you should maybe come out and check it out because i do have a couple of uh new jokes that i'm i'm trying to well new premises that i'm trying to turn into jokes and you know they just may find them their way on on the stage that night and you might get to hear some new stuff and and it might be terrible and you would have some some ammo you can make fun of me over it so uh yeah that's a i think that's a good way to get people out um i might be humiliated and uh you can be a part of that so come check it out this uh saturday uh besides that nothing else really going on uh comedy wise trying to get out to some open mics more and more um and work out this new stuff that i've uh i've got in my head um and actually i'm trying to write like physically write down on paper now we'll see how that goes too uh this episode is with a really good friend of mine um she's always been super nice to me she's been doing comedy for a long time like over 20 years uh, she talks a little bit about it in the interview so you'll hear that um and she also does um some adult stuff uh adult acting and adult side business stuff and 
Uh, she talks about that a little bit too. Um, and uh, she lives a crazy life. And I think it gives her an, uh, a pretty interesting perspective. Um, and she's got a great sense of humor. So she turns that perspective into something very funny. Uh, she's one of my favorite uh, comedians that I've seen live. Um, she's got a really good uh, kind of cougar shtick that she does. Um, and all of her all of her material is always super original and really funny. So you should definitely check her out if you ever see her uh, on a flyer or anything. Her name is Sally Mullins, M-U-L-L-I-N-S. And definitely check her out on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, she doesn't do Facebook because she's a smart person and Facebook is awful. Um, but check her out on the other things. And I think she's, uh, I don't know, I, I think you can find her on Pornhub too. Um, I think they do like accounts and stuff there, sort of like social media does, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, she does a lot of different things. And um, you're going to hear a lot of great perspective and um, some really funny moments. I, I just love the way she talks. Um, she's just kind of a naturally funny person, even when she's just shooting the shit. Uh, one of my favorite people to hang out with. And this was actually one of my favorite interviews that I've done so far. Um, although I kind of screw up, we get sidetracked with my dog and I'm often on the mic a little bit. So it might be annoying for you guys, but um, yeah, I apologize for that. But uh, hang in there. It's, it's good. Sally's really good to listen to. So uh, without further ado, this is Sally Mullins. I started I recording, but oh, you know, okay. we'll just like cool. We'll oh, just, we're just talking shit. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's we no can... censorship on here, right? No, <laughs> not not even a little bit. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The more offensive you are, the better. Oh, uh, good. Probably. I don't know. There, the like six people that listen to this will <laughs> be fine with six, it. Six sick fucks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so I have Sally Mullins with me. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Uh, how long have you been doing comedy now? It's 20 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. It just, in fact, I think it will officially be 20 years in like April or something. Because oh, I, I cool. just remember that was when I signed up for a class. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that your first time doing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was in the belly room. I took a class. I took a class with Greg Dean and he still teaches. Oh, okay. I've heard that name. He's great. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know him or oh, anything, but I've heard the name. He's yeah. really good. I mean, he works on joke structure, first of all. And he's also a, a good coach for yeah. performance and uh, also your psychology of understanding this, you know, journey like why, that you've signed why up for. Why people are, like, laughing? Yeah, or <laughs> not to beat yourself up. And, I mean, one of the big mm. things he taught me right off the bat was you can't come into this with a two-rung ladder of success and failure. You uh, have many things in between that uh, you're going to experience, like especially that. in the first few years. That's a good metaphor. He said a lot of people come into this with, you know, that two-rung ladder. Yeah. They yeah. have to rethink that i could i could see that honestly uh the very first open mic i ever did went really well like i got a lot of laughs mm -hmm. and if that didn't happen i don't know if i would have done it again you, you know? know i see that i see a lot of people and maybe they do um like a bringer show like the kind of shows i host at the comedy store 
and it's maybe like a class graduation situation or something and they have a ton of coworkers there or even if they don't they just it's a great first time yeah you know? yeah and th- yeah i can understand yeah yeah it's because it's um it's pretty demoralizing when you bomb mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah i think that's what kind of separates like the successful comics though right like it's when you can get the shit kind of kicked out of you on stage and then still go you have it again. to go through that it's yeah. there it happens um not to be all everything happens for a reason <coughs> but one <laughs> thing that's good about eating shit is that you know then you go oh i don't want that to happen again that right. hurt you know the fire burned so i'm gonna work on some new material or i'm gonna rehearse that or i'm gonna get up right you want to get that taste out of your mouth so yeah. you get up the next night you know do you, do you uh record your sets or any, anything i'm like that? really horrible about yeah. that uh that was one thing we were just talking about before we started the podcast i really i don't i probably wouldn't listen to it like when yeah. i do i forget about it's I, so hard to listen to yourself <sighs> <laughs> I just find it like tedious. I don't know yeah, if it would so. be hard. Like I could learn from it if I committed, but like I just get in the car and put on the radio and my thoughts. It's the ADD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Listening to myself just makes me hate me more. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, it's well, just Bobby's terrible. Well, like that. I mean, yeah. some of the greatest comics are like that. They don't want to, you know, um, but I don't know. Like, uh, I think that you can hear just what got laughs you can hear order one of the things i do have is despite taking ambien for eight years i do have a really good memory so it all just tends to flood back anyway you yeah. know like the next day i'll be like how did that mic go oh i did 10 minutes because it's my mic you know right, and i'll, I'll right. remember everything and yeah. like i work off notes a lot in mics anyway you yeah know? yeah what's um what is your your writing process uh well i like to write say all week i'm thinking of stuff and that's one thing that came out of having greg dean as my first teacher and he has he has books about um like joke structure you know and then after a little while it becomes like a muscle Mm. you know just something that you you know how to attack something Mm. and um i i think funny shit all week just from life do you, that you just ha- say funny shit. I think even when you're not trying to be funny. Really? Well, us yeah. hanging out, we were always drinking. Dusty yeah. and I are drinking buddies. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, even that's like one of the things that me and Jacqueline, like when we talked about mm-hmm. you yesterday, it was like just like your stream of consciousness is just like it's total comedian. I have think. a weird life. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, my life yeah. shows me the craziest stuff every day mm-hmm. and I can just take the situation and maybe jokes you know jokes and joke structure come out of it yeah 100%, because not yeah. everybody like a couple of days ago i got offered 300 dollars to do a gangbang video <laughs> so there's so many jokes Wait, that came so that out of that that doesn't happen to other people it <laughs> you would not i mean it doesn't say good things about your uh you know following as an adult actor i'll tell you that i'm not saying it doesn't happen to other people but it's not a compliment i don't know if three hundred dollars you're the ta- uh, you know i'm the girl i'm taking a lot of loads and dicks and <laughs> yeah know. that's true yeah it's kind of like uh if you break it down you're it's not like a per hour thing but like more like a per load thing huh? yeah, yeah a per penetration i mean when when you are getting fewer bills than dicks that's <laughs> sort of like your status in adult hasn't gone where you thought 
it could go you know well, it's probably uh it's probably hard for everybody with like the internet and it being free and yeah, stuff now right exactly. yeah it's just like the market's just so saturated that, you know that it yeah. takes a lot of guys like a while to come to that conclusion they're like well there's still money in porn i mean like guys still think we're killing it in porn and some people are but it's really hard for uh a chick my age i mm. i have to do my own stuff and um a lot of the producers are men my age so they see older woman as like 35 so the oh. dude's like 24 and his mom or stepmom is like 35 and a lot of younger dudes would like to see an older woman you mm. know like a 50 plus woman portraying realistically the yeah. mom figure but they're not the ones who are paying for porn like right. young dudes <laughs> porn is free for them of yeah they well, see they're whatever. Not, those older guys aren't going to pay for the porn because their wives are probably checking the credit card receipts and well they'll still right. find ways because yeah. they've been finding ways since the 80s and a lot of the yeah. older dudes they stick with a website through the years it's like a relationship they've had and i mean i have some amazing fans who are like my age and up and they will subscribe to everything you do they would rather do that than like get on pornhub and x hamster and go down wild goose chases and risk viruses on their computer i mean they're still yeah. afraid like a lot of older people are still very afraid of like catching stuff from the web you yeah, know yeah. like i don't want to get on pornhub at my work and and they really they're really good fans yeah that's awesome you know do you do you get fan mail from them Oh, it's overwhelming. That's yeah. So cool. I mean, it's just <laughs> like, yeah, you get a lot, but you get really nice ones. Like I was just reading one before I came out here because I was at the dentist and this guy was like, um, I just spent the whole afternoon masturbating to your work and I just want to <laughs> wish you the best 2019, you know? It's super nice, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. Like, I have a wish list and the perfect fan is like somebody who occasionally sends you stuff from your wish list and just sends you a supportive email and maybe a little input here and there like, hey, oh. more pics of your feet would be nice, you know, but they don't ride your ass about it. That's so. that's pretty cool. That's not like an aspect that yeah. I think people really know about, like wish lists and stuff yeah. like that. I yeah, I mean, everyone should have one. And I yeah. really think more guys should have a wish list because women yeah. like to buy stuff for guys, you know? And yeah. I mean, like guys who are comics like you and I tell our friend Judd, I'm like, you know, you need to have a wish list because if girls like you they'll buy you shit but <laughs> then as a guy you might feel like oh god i feel bad now you know yeah yeah i don't know i, I don't know how i'd feel about it but it would be uh it would be a big compliment if someone tried to do it yeah like it would i would feel they'll buy, girls like to yeah. buy guys stuff huh. your haircut looks good i like oh, how you're wearing it on the sides short you cut it really it's pretty short now. It's shorter than I I used to have it in. But LA. didn't you do something extreme a little while ago? Mm, I don't think so. I just, I've kind of had the same haircut for a while. Okay. I don't know. It's like the Hitler Youth kind of look that everyone's doing now. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's a good look on you. Yeah, thanks. Because yeah. you're racially ambiguous, so you don't look like a white supremacist. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. I Although you are white as fuck. Oh but yeah, for you sure. Remember that Asian look too that people think you're Asian. Yeah, a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of squinting going on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like mixed. You just look mixed. Uh, yeah. You look like your dad is Asian. Oh, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. He's really white he is I like him. almost yeah yeah almost like ginger white, yeah but uh yeah yeah i mean that's kind of cool i don't yeah i don't know what it comes from apparently i'm mediterranean whatever that means oh you did your dna uh, uh no nah, that's just like you from did it at kaiser you just yeah. did it yourself <laughs> 
Nah, just uh, <laughs> that's what I've heard through like the family grapevine. Uh-huh. I I don't know. There's like Italian and yeah. some different things in there, but yeah, I don't know. Thanks yeah. though. I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're not all wasp. I'm <laughs> glad that I can have this haircut without mm-hmm. looking like I hate uh, dark people. You, <laughs> you know? don't look like that at all. No. Yeah, yeah. I've always I've always said that. Uh, you know the the Nazis had mostly terrible ideas, but their haircuts were on great point. haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> German guys are so hot. I go crazy. This one guy hit me up on Tinder and he looked half German and half Japanese. He's like, I'm full oh, of German, but I wanted to be like, oh. you've got some Japanese blood. Yeah. I'll show you his picture later. I'm like, I know in World War II, like, you're, <laughs> you've got some Japanese blood. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing it. That's on- That makes a man yeah. honorable if you yeah. have some Japanese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really cute. I'll show you him. That's cool. What do, you, is fun. Um, what do you have going on with uh, comedy right now? Like what kind of shows are you running? Mics that you're doing? I Okay, so here's one thing of news. I ran this mic. It was going into its fifth year called Get Life Monday. You've been to it at the yeah. Pig and Whistle. It's great. It's one of the, the best mics in LA, I think. It's yeah. a really fun mic. Yeah. We're going into year five. They just had to pull it out of nowhere uh. because the Pig and Whistle is closed on Monday nights now. Mondays. The whole Monday, the Pig and Whistle doesn't open. You oh, know, man. like sometimes I didn't even know about this but you know because i haven't had a regular job since y2k but sometimes um restaurants try new things in the new year and this is the thing they're trying is that they're not opening on mondays that's weird mm-hmm. it's just it's just a slow night for restaurants generally or? yeah it's, no. it wasn't worth it to them so they're gonna close off for a while and retune some things oh. i mean i don't think gordon ramsay's coming in there or anything <laughs> they're fine but they're just gonna take mondays off uh-huh. so if they start up and they want us back, that's great. Otherwise, I've been really enjoying just going to Mike's as a person, you know, yeah, just as a comic. A little less Fourth stressful. Fourth wall. Huh? Well, it's just uh, I, if I fuck up, I can go there at 10. You know, fourth wall has like slots all night. Yeah, I saw that on, yeah. on the website. Yeah. This year, I'm really, uh, I guess the word that keeps popping into my head, and I don't even know if it's the right word, but it's like invert. Like I'm pulling back a little from socializing. I know everybody's resolutions are like, get out more, be more social. Uh, Sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think you're just going to keep your, I don't think you made any changes. You're just just still dusty. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't like being social very much and I'm pretty awkward about it, but um, you're a one-on-one social person. Yeah. There Mm -hmm. you go. Thanks. We really had fun when we went to that beer Mm -hmm. garden tasting. That was fun. And we got so ripped and like the (laughs) porta potties and I just can't quit drinking. Yeah, I know. I, I cut back a lot, um, but I'm definitely off the wagon right now, though, for at least a few days. You're hanging out here with your friends. And this is a really cute house. Whose it's place cool, is right? this? It's an Airbnb. Oh, you guys mm-hmm. got this Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the deal with Airbnbs in the West Valley. Shooting porn. It used to be like, really? be, yeah, having been in porn and fetish for like 20 years, when you did a shoot, you either went to, there was this one house, one or two houses in the valley where people would rent out. Or you would just go to someone's house in the West Valley, like the producer's house, because the houses in the West Valley are so big, they Uh can't hear what you're doing, you know. But now, if there is an Airbnb being rented out in the Valley, people are shooting porn in it. And you better be okay with that, you know, if you're renting it out. You better know that's happening. Do you think renters know that? Well, if they have a feeling about it, they sometimes put, like, no shooting, no video. Uh, And people usually respect that. They go, we don't want to deal with that. But sometimes I think they know. They don't give a fuck, you know? hmm. I mean, you could really make money in the West Valley with an Airbnb if you're just cool with what they're doing. Yeah. This this house, I think, is owned by a guy who's dying. 
the, this is kind of just what I, I put huh? was trying to put the pieces <clears throat> together but there's like a, a car in the driveway and the guy that i that we rented from said that the guy that owns that car is in the hospital so we can't move it okay and then he said he he is going to own not the guy that owns the car but the guy that's renting it to us is going to own this place in six months so I have a feeling, like, it sounds like the guy that owns the car probably owns this place, is in the hospital, yeah. he's going to die. And he's and willing it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> in the meantime, let's Airbnb the right? fuck out of this yeah. place before we're Dude, down. isn't that weird? It but is it was, weird. Like, it was a good price, and, like, there's a big backyard, and he was totally chill about having a dog, so it was, like, That backyard is so lovely. It's so yeah. British. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, uh, we have to grab a cute photo out there. Sure, yeah. Uh, I can't wait for yeah. a cute photo. Yeah, so it was between this place and another place that was closer to like LAX, and no. and those people were like, uh, the in the rules it said no parties, and we have a security system, so we'll know if you have a party. Wow, right? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like, so that means they're watching you. Yeah, that's weird. LAX in general, like getting hotels there is really tough. They ask mm. for. I guess because like prostitution and stuff, but they ask for like five hundred dollar deposit on your credit card and shit like that. I no mean, way. Yeah, so I don't know. That's I weird. mean, it is very weird. I mean, I, I it would have to be beyond prostitution. It would have to be like drug deals are going on that they're yeah, really that's some, sketchy yeah. about like some violence is going down or something. Yeah, and they must have had some problems with some really shady LAX, shit. LAX. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time. Haven't spent mm-hmm. a lot of time there. No, fuck oh. that. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to the airport. <laughs> so yeah. why are the uh, hotels around there so Dude, prized? Yeah, it's awful driving around there. That's the, that's the one thing I do remember about that area. One thing I don't miss about L.A. too is the traffic. Not like it's great in San Diego, but yeah. it's a little better. Yeah. I was just in San Diego. My cousin was just in town. This was like a week and a half or two weeks ago. I brought him out to Old Town, and then I was exhausted. And my friend Adam, you know, man pet Adam. Oh, uh, yeah, With yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. with the hood. Uh, yeah, uh, he yeah. was on my show. We left them at the Hard Rock. They stayed two nights at the Hard Rock, my cousin and his girlfriend. And, you know, that's it's expensive. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's by place, that whole yeah. gas lamp. Yeah. But to me, that just looks like downtown Pasadena. I don't Kinda. know. That's yeah. not my yeah. sensibilities. I'm scuzzier. <laughs> they loved it. They loved San yeah. Diego. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a cool place to be. It's starting to get crowded, but mm-hmm. it, for now it's cool. So how is the comedy there? Um, it's uh, it's a little clicky, mm-hmm. and the, it's not as like you, there's a lot of comedy in L.A., so you can meet a lot of people and mm-hmm. a lot of different cliques, and it seems like in L.A., people for the most part are kind of welcoming and mm-hmm. supportive and stuff. My sense in San Diego is that it's um, a little bit more competitive. We are San Diego comics kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, just like, I mean, there's we've met some really awesome ones and had them on the podcast and stuff, but just kind of, um, and, it, it, and it could just be me being insecure too, but it just, uh, it kind of feels like, um, like new faces aren't quite as welcome mm-hmm. as like when I started doing it in LA, you know? I don't it's know if that probably that sense, same thing like uh, everyone moves here mm-hmm. we're trying to keep it small just like all places like austin and everything whereas la it's like no shit everyone moves here yeah you know? well and then i think there's less venues uh providing mm-hmm. comedy and and that makes it because there's still a lot of people trying to do it with like less venues yeah. so i think it makes it more competitive so yeah people yeah are, you know what i mean yeah but, um yeah but i also think that it's just me being kind of an insecure like I like introvert kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get over that a little bit. And but so many of us here. comedians are that way, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. Um, you need to run your own thing out there. You have a podcast, which is good. I mean, but yeah. maybe run a mic or something. Yeah. Um, one of these days. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't know. I keep, I'm just one of those guys making excuses. Well, you also have a regular job and I remember you work a lot. Like you pick up overtime. You have yeah, like, you know, I do. Yeah, you have I a lot do going work, on. work a lot. So. But it allows... And you have a dog. Stuff, you know? Yeah. You have a dog. Trying to keep her alive. Yeah. She's hanging on by a thread for like... <laughs> for pretty much as long as I've had her. She's mm-hmm. just barely hanging on. But she's cool. She's, she's Well, sweetheart. you're the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah. She's... um, She makes me happy. So... She's really sweet. She's a, a big pain in the ass. I actually threw my back out like maybe a week ago. Carrying try- her? Yeah. I tried to pick her up to give her a bath and I like... I had a really hard time for a week. Just what does she weigh? Uh, 65 pounds. Yeah, she's big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my squishy's kind of big like that. I have, remember that bulldog mix? Uh-huh, I have. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. good. How's she doing? Good. She's yeah. good. Um, I just got her this new, like, really cool leash for her. So she's been enjoying that. She's been enjoying some walks. But she's good. Um, yeah, I have four dogs and five cats now. Wow. And some of them are my roommates, but I mean, uh, seven of them are mine. <laughs> yeah. Same roommate. <laughs> a hero. Yeah. My yeah. green card husband. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still married. Going well. No. Oh, no. It's actually going worse than ever, I think. Um, oh, no. <laughs> because I just kind of lost patience with him, you know, uh. like so now, you know how I used to uh, really kind of try with him to make sure he went to the doctors and make sure. And, and I don't care anymore because... You get nothing back and he's a dick. So it's sort of like <laughs> sometimes I'll just be like, don't talk to me. I don't feel wow. like talking to anyone. Yeah, it's like, it's not good. It's uh, a little less friendly than it even was. Well, at least you're being honest with him. Yeah. Talk to me, yeah. 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 I just don't give a damn anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Such is life. he needs to go back to Japan and visit his family. At least get out of my hair for a little while. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that an option? Have you? Oh, when's the last time you've been back to Florida? Oh, yeah, I was just there. November. I went back there for Thanksgiving. I saw my mom and dad. We saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, my mom and I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. My dad wanted to see Green Book because he's like very, very woke, but not about (laughs) gays, (laughs) about blacks, but not about gays. So he went to see Green Book while we went in the same fucking movie theater to another movie, Uh, which was great. Uh, but I, I wasn't a bitch about it. It was cool. I was just happy to be in there with my mom watching Freddy, you know, yeah. it was really fun. Good movie. I mean, it's yeah. so great. Yeah. yeah. So great. Yeah. I teared up a few times. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, one I thing do. that was funny was I went to the bathroom during like the party scene when he had that big party at his oh, house right, you know? right, yeah. and I came back in and my mom was like thinking she had to fill me in on what happened and i was like i know it was a big gay party i know stuff went down i know <laughs> stuff got wild you know and she's like all right so he tried to touch the bartender and the bartender wasn't ready for freddy he just <laughs> starts talking in the movie theater and people around us are laughing i'm like i, I got it mom you know <laughs> i gather some trauma went down you know oh, some emotional so shit she's kind of loud when she talks she's a little theater. deaf and uh, she's got but she's got a british accent so nobody shushed her uh, yeah <laughs> they were all like oh, so cute yeah oh man he wasn't ready for freddie that's a privilege that people don't uh think right. about yeah yeah oh, british privilege yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great <laughs> yeah awesome 
Um, and you have a new show. I have a well, new show. Yeah, should we talk about Hello Cougar? Well, first Hello Cougar, uh, that was great. That was two seasons. That was sex with thirty six guys. Drone Box closed. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I didn't know that. No. So you were with Drone Box. You did a few shows there, mm-hmm. and uh, they are closed now. The studio is now being. Uh, I don't know. They're doing something else with that whole building. Like it had to be gutted, you know, like they had a whole TV studio in there, which they had to take out of there. But around um, the beginning of 2018, they started just rinsing it out for people to film out of. They had no original programming going out of there for a while because everything just kind of broke down. And I had a great run there and, you know, great experience. But a lot of people... You know, there was a lot of fighting I, in the infrastructure. I saw, uh, like, social media fighting you going saw on. That and, yeah, shit. I didn't... I mean, I don't know. I wasn't... I try and not be involved in of things Of course like that, not. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. not even in that town anymore. I mean, it's a... Yeah, it's a little fun to watch. Sure it is. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone, they're getting in fights and stuff and yeah. erratic behavior. Um, so, anyway, it seems all good. And uh, that was a great show. And then I just did a show with Lana Turner. We did a show on the road. We shot a pilot. She got together like five female comics and did a little tour and a pilot. And uh, that was in Victorville. That was last Saturday. And she Uh used her ex-husband, her late ex-husband, Ralphie Mays, tour bus and five women. We drove to Victorville. We did a show there. That was really fun. And there was some elements of Hello Cougar there. And then I was picking up a guy, fooling around with him on the bus. Like (laughs) that was there. So that's a pilot she's got in the can. Awesome. And then uh, I'm starting on a show as soon as possible, like next week. Um, it's called Cooking for Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like Hello Cougar. Like I have sex with guys I meet off the internet. It's still off Craigslist. Although there is no more casual encounters on Craigslist, as you know. Right, because the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't actually shut it down. It wasn't seized like Backpage or something. Oh, okay. They shut it down to defend themselves from lawsuits and persecution for uh, sex trafficking. Right. Which which was a nominal problem, if even a problem on there, but they don't want to be liable. So Yeah, even on, um, even on like... So from what I understand, the, the law that they passed, although uh, seemed to have good intentions behind it actually seems like it's created more problems, right? I don't think it had good intentions. I think it's just another way Republicans are trying to control and be able to get more money out of, you know, sex worker. I mean, yeah, it's It's just, it's just like under the the guise of, um, just like the condoms thing. It's just so they can bust in on a porn shoot and find them $50,000 or whatever. Uh, you know, they, they don't really, I mean, there's like very little, there hasn't been an onset transmission of HIV since I think it was 1999. Oh, wow. Yeah. So usually when somebody, so when somebody, yeah, when somebody tests positive for the last 20 years, it's like they usually get out of adult and they contract HIV in their private life, and then they come back, and in order to come back and work professionally, they test to do any work at all, be it content trade amongst friends or whatever. You test, test costs you $155, and uh, then they're like, oh, okay, so in this interim, you, you contracted HIV. Yeah. So it's, but it's not an onset transmission, hasn't been for a long time. Wow, so mm-hmm. uh, with the back page thing from, um, and 
so you would have uh, a lot more like firsthand sort of experience or knowledge about this. Mm-hmm. So from what I understand is uh, it was actually used more to like as like a warning system for like yeah. uh, workers, right? Like sex yeah. workers. So like they they would give like a first name and a description and like this guy's an asshole. Don't oh, work sure. With him. There and was a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So like now that's gone and, uh, and girls are working like blind now. Right. Yeah. Sort of. That's gone. So it was a really good, uh, you know, referral and warning system, but it was also just a way for people with limited resources to make money, to post for free or very affordably and get clients, you know, right. and I'm okay. sure, you know what? I'm sure there was some crazy underage drama on there, but one of the main things was they wanted to make it so that Backpage could be sued. So, and that would open it up to lawsuits and setups because there was some incidents, I think, before where some underage girls listed on there, they lied about their age. And then when they, like, were regretful or endangered, you know, understandably, they then couldn't really turn around and sue Backpage. Uh, but I think it was, like, opening it up so just so more people can get, you know, it's usually yeah. just a, a way that people could get more money. Mm. consume because one of the things with the condom thing was that if you're sitting home and you're watching a porn that was produced without condoms you personally dusty tunnel if you feel so you can sue the producers um they even had crazy loopholes like that and there's like so many is, ways suing is a fetish mm-hmm. of mine so that kind of plays in, yeah that's perfect yeah, yeah. <laughs> just letting you know you have some angles uh, yeah <laughs> I appreciate better that. airbnbs even you yeah. know if you want So there's just always things like that, which is where I think it's really at. And yeah, Backpage, though, that was. And and then when Backpage got seized, people were listing. There were a lot of prostitutes going to Craigslist casual encounters. Mm. And they were like, hey, I'd love to meet someone. And I could also use a little help, you know, and that was like a hooker ad. And so then that got shut down. They shut it down. Craigslist pulled it. But they pulled all their personals. They pulled their, you know, men for women, men for men. They pulled all their dating ads unfortunately just just to cover their their ass Mm -hmm. kind of a deal yeah they had to but i did list cooking for pussy in the gigs section i paid ten dollars and i said this is a cooking show with a dash of sex maybe we'll get together (laughs) maybe we won't like i'm looking for guys who can cook you don't have to be a professional chef but pitch me what you want to cook for me you should like older women be great if you had your own place if you don't you can come to Anetka and you're going to cook for me and then we're going to fool around but it's like hello cougar we interview you know we don't uh-huh. have sex on camera you don't have to be naked yeah you know so how I'm many start. how many episodes have you shot i haven't shot any oh, it's not. been really hard to find people and oh, i've been really? so busy but we're starting next week i have some good guys lined up but, oh cool you know, do, you, do you know what kind of meals you have uh, coming up this one guy i mean I'm not a foodie. I'm really just doing this to get a weird show, but it will at (laughs) least be like cool for foodies to watch. One is this one guy's pitching me like kimchi or something like some kind of, which I do like, but I mean, I can also go to the Korean market and buy it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, this other guy, (coughs) it's a real young, cute dude from France. He's going to make me a crepe. (laughs) That's rad. (laughs) That's awesome. I, uh, for me, I would be more excited about the food, probably. Just, uh, I mean, I'm not a foodie either, but I'm a fat kid, so. Like. <laughs> you were a fat kid. <laughs> still, still, just a fat. No, kid. Dusty's not All fat. Right. He lied and he said he was fat, and then he came outside this house to meet me, and I was kind of like, "Wow, I got snowed again. <laughs> I brought all my fat." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweet, and it, it, yeah, and uh, you calling yourself fat is 
is I've gained a good five pounds shows. since I saw you, but it doesn't yeah. really matter, you know. Five pounds. I let That's it funny. cool. Holiday. Yeah. My boobs. Oh my god, man. <laughs> Epic. In the words of Tom Allen. Remember Tom <laughs> Allen? The uh, surf kid? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, he um how is he still doing stuff? He's good. He yeah. has like a persona. This guy Chad, like a surf thing, and I think they've been he on does Fox the, News a whole bunch. Yeah, he does the um like the uh, town hall things mm-hmm. or whatever they're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. really expanded that persona. Dude, that's awesome. Which I actually good. uh I just saw like this last week. I think I saw a video of him, uh-huh. and I didn't uh and I thought to myself. I think that's the guy yeah. from the mic, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. <gasps> oh, your dog! Oh, like she's great. Like yep, yep. Yeah. She wants to see your daddy. Yeah, she uh, she's probably a little stressed out that she's not at home. We'll get her loaded up on some more CBD. Yeah, soon. yeah. So CBD is like cannabis oil. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Oh, her back foot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Sounds good. good. We're yeah. having fun. So this is like cannabis oil that you put on some CBD. Yeah. What? Uh, I forget what it stands for, but it's yeah. It's just the non-psychoactive part of weed, basically. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, is it in an oil form? I or? have an oil form and then dog treats too. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I give her both. Um, but she's allergic to like everything so i try not to do the dog treats as much i usually pump like a bunch of cbd oil in her mouth and mm-hmm. then chase it with a treat oh wow that way she's not getting like too i don't know that's cool like the the food i have to feed her is um hypoallergenic it's like super freaking expensive and, yeah you know, i have like, a cat like that i just mm. found something good to put in her ears mm. um i don't know if you have ear stuff but uh, i mean if you have po- ear problems with her post Positex or something. Positex or something is what I'll I I'll send you a picture of this. It's oh, okay. something really generic is the name, but it's yeah. actually working because I'd had to take her to the vet about four or five times for just this chronic ear goo that oh, piles okay. up. And it's like she has to eat grain free. Mm-hmm. So if she gets hold of anything, just like, a you know, dog food or Trader Joe's, you know, just anything that's not grain free cat food. Yeah, yeah I know. That's her too. And her um, ears are like she looks like an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Like they're all cauliflower yeah, ear. Yeah. Um, so like things get trapped in them really easy and she gets ear, why is ear that with her ears uh i from scratching mm-hmm. at them over the years yeah. like so she was just never, never like treated for her of, things right. yeah so so she yeah she's basically an mma fighter just she is <laughs> she's so cool though she yeah. must really love you yeah mma fighter but her Vagine was what took the pounding. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she probably had litter after litter after litter, right? Yeah, I think so. She's got really bad scars on her um, thing. Of course. Belly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Belly. Thing. Yeah. She's cool. She She's, is cool. She basically just does this all the time. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets excited, she humps. <laughs> and she's got... It's funny. She has nine nipples. Oh. Five on one side and four on the oh, other. Wow. And they're as big as like tiny dicks. So she's like, uh, when I want to see them. I want to yeah. see these tiny dicks. Oh, dickles. Oh, yeah, they yeah, are. Oh, big. wow. Yep. yep. They just never went down because they were used so much. Uh huh. And when she humps you, they like kind of slap your leg a little bit. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. So it's a little <laughs> lap dance. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. Right. Yeah. She pickles. Should, yeah. Harriet Tubman. She knows how to work it. Yeah. 
Uh, that's actually she's Harriet Pickles Tunnel. Oh, and, and, uh, underground it, tunnel. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, and she has an H on her back, so Harriet. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, okay, yeah. like a like a Brindle H. It's like a lowercase uh, white H. Oh, cool. Like a, like a wishbone. I just wish you could. I mean, the walking is such a bummer for you now because you were really enjoying walks with your dog around San Diego and. And uh, now, yeah. yeah, I have a wagon for her. Oh, I throw cool. her. I throw her in a wagon when. Oh, that's what's up with walks. that wagon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's being her wagon a weirdo. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so you have nine animals. Mm-hmm. How do you take care of all of them? Oh, it's really hard. That's why I'm still married. Yeah. Because when I'm out for gigs or like I went on the road a lot this last year, I was in like New Mexico, Colorado, uh, Arizona, Temecula. <laughs> like a lot of road trips so you know my husband stays home and feeds them at least yeah and well, sometimes good. changes a litter box you know usually uh, i just come home to mayhem and like house full of crap but they're uh, alive <laughs> yeah <laughs> so far <laughs> you know oh that's kind of frustrating mm-hmm. well, yeah yeah i mean he's so you know we don't, uh, have to, we don't get to get you we'll keep you in a good mood yeah oh no no (laughs) i mean if i would throw my husband some pussy it would probably be better but i just like can't be bothered and the last time i did throw him some he was like bitching about how i wasn't into it i'm like what do you want you know (laughs) (laughs) it's like bringing your work home with you yeah exactly (laughs) he wants everything i mean you can't i was willing to fake it up yeah yeah he wants to you know it's not gonna go back to i mean that's the thing about I really feel like that's a major difference between men and women is as long as the woman's like basically looking the same, as long as she didn't gain like 200 pounds, the man is still like always down, you know? But as a woman, like when you're in love, it's such this intense feeling and you can never get that back. And Mm. like, like trying to hook up with an ex or something for the most part, it just seems like sad because uh, that intensity is not going to be there. Yeah, you know? the, yeah, it's so much more mm-hmm. emotional. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some movies that you can watch and you can be like, "I'm falling in love with this movie all over again." Yeah, you know, that's, that's like I true. think I could watch Bohemian Rhapsody and be like, "Oh, I love this part." Yeah, that's it could a good almost point. be as much fun, you know. Yeah. But uh, maybe it's the same with people. They're like some people that had their day with you, you know. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I feel like I'm emotionally autistic a little bit, so I wouldn't wouldn't really know but that's probably that's how, a guy that's how yeah that's just how a, ma- a man is okay yeah. guys asperger's you know some forms mild forms male comedians you know yeah it's real yeah. that's how it that's is that's a good point yeah mm-hmm. we, we kind of suck no very superficial very superficial no man. no just uh like you, you know you don't know what's going on uh you don't know when someone likes you you know i mean it's hard to know that mm-hmm. and like women were taught to play hard to get and mm. uh you know like most of the times when guys think they can get sex from us is when we're just being friendly when we <laughs> don't want to fuck them you know yeah it's all mixed signals we're the opposite sex it's so difficult yeah nobody knows you what's know? going on nobody anymore. knows yeah neither do we life's life's an adventure yeah it sure is yeah. <laughs> this, so uh i kind of want to hear more about this this pilot and stuff that you uh-huh. shot so oh yeah like, it was yeah. fun well actually there was a little controversy about it um you know lana turner i've worked with her a lot 
and uh, she's been really good to me, and she's also really good to women uh, booking them on their sh- her shows, and she's the kind of chick who uh, she has no problem booking, like, you know, younger women. Uh, she's really great looking. Other chicks who are great looking, other chicks who, like, lead with their sexuality or whatever, porn stars. I mean, she's very comfortable about working with all other women, I would say. And, you know, is a proponent of that. And so she did this uh, tour, and it was myself and then four other female comics, and she called it Pound Me Too. And <laughs> it was just meant as a joke, but yeah. it started catching a lot of heat. And I I didn't want to do something that was insulting to the movement. I really appreciate mm, Me yeah, Too, Time's yeah. Up. It does make it a lot better because... You know, there's certain people, I mean, there's people even at some of the clubs I work at that were always like, hey, do you want to see my dick? Hey, I want to give you the tour, the secret tour. And every time you're there, you're having to be like, oh, I got to go. And it's just so awkward. Yeah. You know? Whereas I should have just been like, no, I don't want to see your dick, man. You yeah. know, like it's not like that, you know, I mean, but you feel weird because they're in a position of power. And also, you just feel awkward, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just uncomfortable having to turn people down all the time. So I really do like that Me Too is around now because it's kind of like for your good, for your own good and for my own good, no. It's just a simple like, no, no. Yeah, that's how it should be. It's like we don't do that now because that's yeah. fucked up. You I know? think there was a lot of I think there was a lot of good that came out of it, uh, like in that aspect, like outing people who were being like that. Yeah. But then it's just like any movement, you know. I think that there was a little bit of um, I don't want to say it was hijacked, but there's just people taking hijacked advantage. would yeah. be a good word. I mean, well, any movement's gonna get a little hijacked. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's just people taking advantage of yeah of the movement, you know. I'm sure I'm way more chill than most. I mean, because of you know having done porn, having <laughs> you know working yeah well a we've prostitute, had the, yeah you know? we've had the conversation of like even just with your hello cougar show like how like i found that as empowering or more empowering for as a woman than like a lot of these other things like don't hold the door for me or like yeah. whatever you know it's like because you're like you're taking charge and you're doing something you want to do and yeah. you're profiting off of it and like it's you're basically an entrepreneur of like your body or whatever right that's so. what i feel like a lot of sex work yeah. is and mm-hmm. uh, i never caught any flack from feminists doing that show people were like oh the feminists are gonna tie in gonna uh you know tear into you for doing the show and i was kind of like why i'm not whoring out other women i'm not right. you know degrade i i mean if people want to look at it as degrading because i'm having sex with strangers like that's their own personal thing no feminist ever came after me i was not i didn't receive any flag from them but when i posted um that i was going to be in the pound me too tour i felt a little weird about it and i i said to lana i don't uh, i don't really feel this title i don't really know if this is but I do understand, too, that you got to do things in showbiz to create controversy. Yeah. And gets your, gets yeah. your name kind of circulated. And she just saw it as a joke. And it's like the bottom line is the show is about five women going on the road. And that never happens, you know? Yeah. So I did start catching some heat from feminists who weren't coming at me personally. But they were like, you know, what you're putting out there. And then I also talked to my ex-boyfriend, who's a Trump supporter, and although he's the least rapey guy, he's got a lot of anger toward women. And I told him the title and he was like, 
oh hell yeah that's cool finally some chicks having a sense of humor about this and when i found out that he liked the title i said lana i don't want to pr the show if it's going to be called that i will do the show i love working with you but i don't want to put on my social media pound me too and she goes okay that's cool do the show you don't have to promote it man she was like yeah i understand it's a funny play on words for it sure. Is. Yeah. yeah like and it's a yeah. joke but yeah i, I, I never mean, thought I, get, of I guess it. i get it you know yeah. i don't know it's so early in the creative process i i just wanted to work with lana and the other women and it was a great experience she was really well organized the show was fun there was nothing about that project on set that i felt like uncomfortable with yeah cool. i think um i think one of the problems with some of the like social justice type movements i guess you could call them is that like it's almost like just even if it's a joke and you're mocking mm -hmm. like the idea of like yeah, me too, you know yeah. it's like it's not like you're you're supporting like right you know, like you're obviously like a feminist comic but uh, it's it's almost gotten to the point where just saying something is yeah. like offensive without but nobody takes in account like the context of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. And like things change. I mean, something starts out in the creative process as something totally different and who right. knows where it can go. And I don't want to jump off a bus, literally, of people who I really like. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad that I did the project and I hope good stuff comes out of it because five women going on the road doing like hell gigs, especially it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. Especially, uh, you know, like you've got like married chick on there. You've got like a chicken and open marriage sort of, you've got me and I'm like checking out the guys at gigs and everything. Right. And if you guys are going out there and killing, then you're going to, mm -hmm. you're going to transcend like any sort of like presumptions <laughs> that people have, you know? So that's what I love as a feature. I'm a feature right now on the road. Um, and sometimes like I worked with a headliner like Jackie Fabulous a couple of years ago. We were in uh, Pachanga and a lot of people are coming out of the show. You know, um, Temecula is like pretty, uh, you know, middle America in its own way. Right. And they're coming out of the show and they're like, well, at first we saw it was two women and we've never seen two women on a bill. And we didn't know how that was going to be. But this was so great. And yeah. I'm like, OK, cool. So maybe next time when they see like two or three female comics, they'll get off the couch because they know it can be funny. Like if they've never been exposed yeah. to it, it doesn't fit their perception of comedy. That's but a it, good point. That because, was cool. Because there does seem to be a problem with um, like and for whatever reason, I like I don't know what the exact reason is, like why why there's a stigma of like women aren't funny or like why there's not as many mm -hmm. comedians. But like um, it uh like obviously you're very funny and i like i have some very like i'm a fan of a lot of different women yeah um and i don't know like i i would like it to get to the point where you're, it's not even a thing anymore you yeah. know what i mean like where you're yeah. just talking about comedians like like you know like my my roommates like the lesbian best friend of mine or whatever and i always like hate that i have to like sometimes I feel like I have to say that to like yeah. validate myself to people and it, it it's always awkward but like the the we've had this conversation a lot of times where it's like it's like she's not like a woman or a lesbian to me and I'm not like the white straight guy to her yeah, we're just yeah, like yeah. I'm dusty and she's yeah. her name I won't say her name but and yeah. we're it's just two people you know what I mean mm -hmm. where like I would like that to the comedy get to get to that point but I've been trying to like figure out what it is like why like why is there this separation of like you know people think that women can't be funny or you know well 
there are some valid situations in which guys, particularly dudes like my age and up, <laughs> they might let a girl who does not have any experience go on the road with them. Maybe she's not funny yet. Mm. I think if you're going to do that as a male comic, try to help that person out a little bit more. Like, if they're receptive to it, you know, that would yeah. be a good start. And, and try to help them with the material so they can survive on the road, you know? Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't just be like, you're hot, you know, get out in front of a crowd at, you know, the improv, a sold out crowd or something. Cause that's not gonna be fun for that person either. And I, I don't think that girl is gonna wanna suck your dick after she's just bombed in front yeah. of a crowd either. Like that's a very, it depends. It manifests itself in different ways, but if she's not attracted to you, probably not. She's probably <laughs> going to go bomb and then call the guy who she does drugs with who's bad news. Yeah. So you're a 55-year-old <laughs> I mean, she ass. is a comic, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> she's a female comic, so she's got her places she goes for her pain. And uh, she's probably not going to want to hook up with that headliner, you know? Right. I uh, mean, if you were to help her a little more. So I just think if, like, if, all right, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 50 year old female comic. If I'm headlining on the road and if they say to me, bring who you want. And I have my eye on a 25 year old guy. But if he sucked, no, right. I'm not going to do that to him yeah. or to my show or to my fans. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take somebody who deserves it and is going to rock it for my fans. Yeah. And also, you know, somebody who has maybe helped me or they're a good friend or something. Like I would take someone like you. I'm like, oh. this is a, this is compatible, you know? Yeah. But so there is that, but I also just think it's because, you know, it's mainly a male dominated industry. Um, not as many women do it. I mean, some of the responsibility is on us. Like women don't go to mics as much as guys do. And maybe it's because they're staying home and they got to take care of like kids or, or yeah. husbands or they're, you know, stuck doing domestic crap and things yeah. like that. Well, you even, know? and then on, on the other side of the coin, too, I'm sure that there's because comics can be pretty creepy. So going out to mics, yeah. they're probably constantly getting. And see, hit on and I stuff was too, 30 so. when I started this. Um, I mean, I think I'm hot, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you are you know yeah, but you're doing you're doing awesome well you know i had i don't know maybe it's maybe it's because i had really short hair i've never been like mainstream beautiful and i got hit on but i don't get hassled the way some of these chicks do and i was always like a good writer and a joke comic so i would get up there right away and be like you know joke 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 and well it, you exude got a, a little respect you exude a confidence too i think mm. which um yeah, maybe you don't have in real life. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. You you seem like you seem like you have pretty good opinions and stuff. Just ADD. You I'm just, just bounce old. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but like your your style of comedy though is like I mean it's dirty and can be raunchy and stuff. Yeah. But you're very like uh you, just, like not like assertive in an aggressive way, but you're like confident. Yeah. Like, and um, I think that sometimes that steers guys away mm -hmm. because they're intimidated it's by intimidating it. mm -hmm. i mean yeah. a lot of female comics we don't get boyfriends as much as you think we would in real life and a lot of is the intimidation factor yeah. so yeah maybe that is a protective factor yeah. but i know a lot of girls have had to take 
gross, creepy shit at Mike's. And there, there's some horrible stories. Like, I know some girls who were, you know, raped by guys who were at the comedy store. And oh, this Jesus. was, like, 10 years ago. And most of those guys have been, like, banned now. Like, for the most part, because of Me Too and Time's Up, we don't have to put up with those, like... Oh, did you hear he raped that girl at that party? That guy's not walking around anymore. That right. guy's not doing time on stage anymore. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, which is that's the good, better. Yeah, that's <laughs> the good good mm-hmm. component of Me Too. Like, yeah. There's definitely a, like, it was definitely a positive thing, and there are a lot of yeah. good stuff that came out of it. And, just, you know, like I said, I'm pretty, like, it's not even the creep move that bothers me so much, unless, of course, the creep move is like rape or assault. Like, I, I have seen so many dicks. I don't remember if certain people have showed me their dicks or not, you know? Like, I have a joke where I'm like, my Me Too has a question mark. Like, I really don't remember. <laughs> like, there's just so many dicks I've seen. But what I have a problem with is, like, if you turn, <laughs> if you turn that guy down, like, if somebody's going to fuck with your career... Right. Or if some woman tries to have sex with you and if you say no, then she's going to be like, well, you know, we won't be seeing you on. I mean, that's. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the Louis C.K. stuff I don't like. I don't even care that he took out his dick. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it it was a little much. Don't get me wrong. Blocking the door. Like, come on. But it's the fact that he then tried to get people like unbooked and things like that. That really bothers me. Yeah. I kind of just recently had heard about that kind of stuff happening. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And that kind of changed my perception of it a little bit. I was dating this guy was a producer like 10 years ago. And he said, or maybe it was like eight years ago. And he goes, you know, my company wants to do something with Louis CK, but he goes as a comic, have you heard any of this bad shit about him? Like, being and this was being before, I mean, obviously before, before every, before yeah. it kind of broke. And I was like, no, I haven't heard it. And nobody's going to care. He's a comic. And he was like, it's kind of really bad, you know? Mm. So yeah. And it broke a while later. And, and that yeah. same person I knew for a long time. And they told me Harvey stuff before anyone knew. They told really? me Harvey stuff like 15 years ago, you know? Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Dude, I mean. Hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, everyone knows this about this guy. You know, wow. he throws people up against walls. He's rapey. He's, you know. That's so creepy. Uh, do, are there people out there that you hear things about still? Um, by chance we don't have to you don't have to answer that either oh no no i'm trying to think but uh not actively put it Uh, that way like not like oh watch out for that guy at that club no not actively right now you know how do you feel do you think that people like um i mean obviously i feel like there's a line and then when you cross the line there's no coming back like you know rape or sexual assault like yeah you're not coming back but like creepy uh, guys that are being creepy in other types of ways. Do you think that there's coming a way like you can come back from that? And I do think so. Grow um, from it? Yeah, I think you can. And I mean, um, the only thing I really do kind of wish you couldn't come back from is messing with people's careers. Yeah. Because where did that come from? Like you pull a creep move, the girl doesn't go for it or the guy doesn't go for it or whatever. Um, and then you set about to block them with their career. Like to me, you shouldn't really be able to come back from that. Your yeah. career shouldn't be able to come You're back from with that. Someone's maybe. Livelihood. Yeah, yeah. Someone's mm-hmm. livelihood, someone's dream. It's like the whole time, ta- like 
the Tanya Harding thing. Like mm. I watched I Tanya. It's a great movie, <laughs> but it pissed me off that there's all these millennials who are like, oh, that girl went through hell. And no, Tanya Harding was behind that. You yeah, know, you she know what your crazy career. boyfriend's doing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. even if it was like even if you just thought he was writing the letter or like whatever it was supposed to be you know what i mean it's still yeah pretty yeah pretty fucked up you know what's up you know yeah Yeah, i think that's right because there's not really a there's not a way to like um put a value on that right like like how like what path did you cut off for that Mm -hmm. person right like what what could they potentially be doing yeah, that is a pretty big deal. And I, I just think it's yeah. a bad thing to do. Even if even if all you did was block them from flappers or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. I uh, just think it's Flappers up. is a great place to <laughs> It is, it is. <laughs> it is. It's an awesome place. No, even if all you did was block them from the bringer shows I host at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. You just have no right to do that. Yeah. And if you would do that, what else would you do? And that's just like a real scary character thing. I think it's even scarier than taking out your cock. Yeah. I think it's scarier than taking out your cock. I really yeah. do. Hey. Hey, pickles. My dog's just. You know, I mean, depending on the cock, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I think it's scarier than taking out your cock. I mean, speaking of me too, my dog's like rubbing her vagina right in front of us, and we're really liking it. So. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, that's what she was doing. She's spinning around <laughs> on her vagina and barking. So she does that sometimes. She's a cool yeah. dog. She she cool. <laughs> she is she cool. Um. Well, we're, I usually keep this right around an hour. We have five minutes to an hour. So is there anything that you want to talk about before we uh Yeah, for sure. Um, I really appreciate like all the people who listen to my podcasts and give me feedback. And I really want to focus on my YouTube channel this year because I'm going to be putting Cooking for Pussy on that. Cool. So... Maybe, you know, if you're a fan, um, circulate that for me. You know, I've got a YouTube channel. It's under Cooking for Pussy? It's actually, I think it's just under Sally Mullins. Like, you'll find it on there. The last thing I posted on there was something on the OJ tour. I just took the OJ tour with my friend Adam Papagan. In the the white 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 Bronco. Bronco. We just thought, we were just talking about that. You guys should try to do it. Yeah, it's a good tour. It's really great. It's an hour. It's really intense. It's super fun. (laughs) He would be a great guest on a podcast, too. And you guys would just love it. And you could take pictures. You could tape record the whole thing if you want it probably he's great the uh-huh. oj tour is amazing that's so funny uh, yeah i i think it's like i thought or maybe it was one of the it's guys out of was like here. brentwood it was someone's friend was the guy that was doing mm-hmm. it adam yeah. papagan yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. um everyone yeah he's cool he was a drum he was a oh, drum okay. box where we did a lot of shows and everything you oh, know that's such yeah. a good idea it's so funny oh, he was so great at it he was oh. so amazing at it um if you're looking to uh, come support me in comedy, I'm at the Comedy Store Wednesdays and Fridays, and I can always comp people into that. Uh, you know, I have a couple of different Instagram accounts, and one is at Hello Cougar, and that's kind of a sleazy one. And then I put this out there <laughs> on your podcast as a sex worker. If you want to, like, meet me, meet me, you know, <laughs> just one-on-one time, and you don't have a podcast – I'm on Eros Guide. Yeah, and Eros also Guide. if you can cook <laughs> cook a fancy meal. Oh God, yes. Yeah. If you can cook, <laughs> um, that email is cooking for pussy. It's K. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's 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 that <laughs> supplement. It's C O O K I N four the number four and then pussy is spelt with an I E at the end. Okay, that's uh. just the way it worked out on Gmail. Um, you can send me 
a pitch, like a one-minute little phone video telling me what you're going to cook for me. Do you like older women? Where'd you learn to cook? Anything cool. else? I'm really looking, Dusty, I will say, with that show to use like grass-fed beef, oh, free-range. Yeah. Keep it healthy, yeah. Keep it humane. Well, if this is going to, like, if, it, if it's going to work out and be a long-term thing, you don't want to be eating garbage food all the time. Oh, well, it's not going to work out, but I just want to, yeah, I was a big maybe. proponent of uh, measure 12, you know, the chickens getting yeah. to run around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know nothing's going to work out. <laughs> yeah, not with an attitude How's your like love that. life, by the way? How's it going in San Diego? Uh, no love life. Oh, my God. Just my, just my dog. We're such losers with love. Yeah. But I, we should, so we should take people's money in cards, right? That's right. That's exactly right. Um and social media uh instagram yeah sally mullins 818 and okay. then the dirty instagram is at hello um underscore cougar mm -hmm. and then of course eros guide <laughs> 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 you'll see me on there in the mature section and uh facebook is garbage and you're not on it never been on it yeah isn't that great you do keep stay strong yeah i've been i've been considering getting off uh facebook too you you know the big problem with it is i have a lot of accounts that are like sign up with facebook so like if i close out facebook it's like i don't know how to sign into some of these things you won't get back into them well yeah. it used to be that you couldn't get on tinder without face without having a facebook i've heard but then cyrus signed me up for it anyway Oh, yeah, you just you can do it with just an email. Mm -hmm. no, you can yeah. now, but yeah. I don't think you used to be able to, or maybe that was Bumble, I don't know, but one's enough. Oh, yeah, you can also see me on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing this, um, and, yeah, this was one of my favorite interviews. So. Maybe I'll see you at the San Diego Comedy Competition Festival thing. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to submit for it. So. You should. Cool. That's it. That's the podcast. Uh, that was Sally Mullins, uh, S-A-L-L-Y-M-U-L-L-I-N-S. -L 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 Go check her out. Make sure your kids are asleep when you do. Um, but she's awesome, very funny comic, and a very talented person. Uh, thanks again. So Thanks so much for listening. Um, you guys, uh, it's kind of crazy that there's even listeners at all, and it does continue to grow. So that is exciting for me. Um, and I hope it continues to grow. So if you like listening to this, please uh, share with your friends um, or, you know, don't just do whatever you want. Um, if you want to be on the podcast or you have some ideas about uh, topics that could be discussed on the podcast, hit me up. You can go to my website, dustytunnel.com. Tunnel is spelled with two L's. Hit the contact link um, in the top right corner and shoot me a message. Or if you follow me on uh, social media, just, you know, hit me up there. And if you're lucky to have my phone number, that's another option. Um, and I guess that's it. Thanks again, guys. Love you. Bye.